When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Hump Day, everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Oh, hello, kids. <laughs> We're getting over that hump together. We're just humping the day like crazy. Um, okay. Um, but I'm oh, really too. excited because you know what I love to do on Wednesdays is shop. What? You do? Yeah, I like to shop. Like auctions, do you? Uh-huh. Why? Because I'm setting you up to talk about what we're talking. I know, about. but you threw me for a loop because I'm like, do you really shop on Wednesdays? Is that a thing? Is that your grocery day? I'm like curious. Oh, uh, let's try that no. again. Hey, Bradley, do you have something to tell me? I do. I'm very excited that you like to shop on Wednesdays because have I got a bargain for you? I kid. can't wait to find out. Orianne Seavey is auction. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. Freudian slip. Yep. Oriani, uh, the now ex of Phil Collins, is auctioning off his gold records and more. And you can be the owner of her fabulous... Um, collection? Uh, collection, yeah. So here's the thing. You know that the ex of Phil Collins, who basically said that he was a hoarding uh, hoarder... Who hoards. Who hoards. Um, she has decided that she's going to... Basically, after all these bitter legal proceedings and fighting over a multi-million dollar Miami mansion, she's just going to auction off a bunch of his crap because these things no longer. She must have watched that uh, Japanese lady. Yeah. Um, Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo. Uh, they no longer spark joy for her. So she's going to get rid of everything, including but not limited to Phil Collins gold records I don't know how she got a hold of all this stuff. Um, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like th- like he might get kind of mad about that. Well, I mean, he kind of, it doesn't apparently matter because they must have been gifts. I don't know. But what I can tell you is that Orian CV has this full uh, uh, auction going on right now. The catalog is online. It's the Codner or Codner. I don't know how to pronounce the fancy auction house. That has this catalog up for uh, for auction, and I guess the auction itself takes place on February third. Presumably, you can get your bids in now. Um, it includes at the top a few. <laughs> my favorite is assorted Phil Collins awards. Oh my gosh! I just clicked on that because I wanted to know what one would find in assorted. Well, it's Phil Collins awards. Thank you for asking. It's a grouping of three. 
Assorted Phil Collins Awards. The lot consists of the following. Orlando Arena sold out show June 2nd, 1994. (laughs) It's like a participation (laughs) trophy. Appreciation Award for Service to Clara's House Shelter, October 27th, 1990. And the Hospital Radio Basing Stroke 1993 Music Award. Well, that kind of sounds horny. Right? <laughs> oh, right. Um, the largest one measures 14 by 10 inches. The smallest 10 by 8 inches. 10%, lest you think she's a complete uh, jackal out to make money off of um, Phil Collins' knock or uh, hand-me-downs. 10% of the proceeds will be donated to the Never Give Up Foundation for ex-wives of really rich celebrities who Stop. need a home. No, mm, it's it's an actual charity. Oh, so a lot of the stuff that she's auctioning off is like her own junk. I know I'm kind of interested in some of these well, wallets and shoes. So what I would encourage you to to consider, though, is like you may think to yourself, what do I want an Orian CV emerald diamond ring? Uh, because you can guarantee that that AGL emerald diamond and 14 karat gold ring retailing or uh, opening bid at thirty five thousand dollars. Omg, that's that's Phil Collins' money. I know, right? So that's what all this is. So yeah. you could pay money to own Phil Collins' money. I mean, essentially, you're owning a bit of Phil Collins, even though it's her shoes and jewelry. Oh my gosh, By the way, I didn't Colleen, think you were going to say shoes. Oh. <laughs> That'd be kind of hilarious. Uh, I'm going shopping. It's Wednesday. Woohoo! Wednesday shopping day. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Gucci metallic blue medium Suki tote for 600 bucks. You can get some flats from Chanel for 200 bucks. Some flippity flops oh. over from the Chanel. Uh, some mules. You got all sort. This woman has a lot. Now, okay, so you know I don't what I know think that... is funny about that is that y'all were trying to tell me that Phil Collins was a hoarder. Yeah. And if this is just her cast offs. There is an antique French Louis the Sixteenth yeah. style writing desk retail or uh, well, that's opening bid doesn't work for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe there's some issue. Oh, are you okay over there? Now I'm getting like a forbidden thing, and I oh. can't open. This. So am I. <gasps> Me too. <gasps> what is happening? What? I bet that she got cease and desisted. <laughs> I'm telling you. Some may, right, or you know what it probably is. Let me see. Does this whole website not work? No, are, are there too some many, of them work. Oh, are there too many other creepers on this website? Well, like I us, think maybe my talk closet? listeners have rendered this website inoperable. Well, I can't look at anything. I'm trying shoes. I can look at, I can look at the Robert Plant Certified Gold LP oh, Award just and the Assorted <laughs> Phil Collins Awards. <laughs> no, I can't look at anything anymore. Wow. All right. I seriously think she got cease and desisted. Well, it wouldn't be her. It would be the auction house. True. But I don't think she has the right to sell his gold records. Maybe the assorted awards. Well, I don't think the auction house would take that on. But I mean, I I guess we're about to find out, right? Like, unless it's some fly-by-night outfit. It's not like eBay. I mean, eBay's not a fly-by-night. I can't even click on the website. The whole website is down. Okay, here's my question. I'm still on the website, so I'm still scrolling through and looking at things. For the person who I don't know enough about this, so this is like a whole segment of the culture that I don't understand. For the people who purchase, say, the Dolce and Gabbana flats with crystals that belonged to Orianne Seavey for somewhere between 
two hundred and one thousand dollars. Yeah. Are they buying those because they're going to wear them or is this like a collection that they want a piece of? I don't understand how that works. This is like going to a rich person's garage sale. Okay. Yeah, I mean... So you're going to buy the shoes to wear the shoes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, nobody's buying Orion CV's, like, stuff For to put collection. in the museum. Yeah. How true This that is, is rich people. And also, she's not going to, you know... I mean, because, again, that presumes there's a market. There's a market, like, uh, things are only as valuable as the people who want to pay that for the thing, right? So now the Phil Collins stuff, sure. And there might be some pieces of jewelry that are a bargain. I don't know. Presumably they've gone through all these to see like, you know, um, right. What is actually what the values are, but, um, there might be some people in there trying to get a deal, but I imagine that most of the attention is going to be on the few things that are directly attributable to Phil Collins. I don't know how she ended up with them. Maybe it was a matter of he had left those behind and was like, I don't care if you take what's in the house because it's nothing, you know. Although, and we talked a little bit about this before the show, Phil Collins could have an auction in his own right because it sounds like he's quite the collector, and by that I mean hoarder. Okay, I have a thought about this, but Holly, give everybody the information about... Phil Collins collections. Well, one of Phil Collins collections with a K, you know, he's not managed by Chris Jenner, Uh, but Phil Collins has a priceless collection of Alamo artifacts. Like now he does or he did. Was that like, um, well, he donated the artifacts in 2014. So I don't know if he was loaning them out to the Texas general land office or if he actually gave them to that organization. But Phil Collins built his Alamo memorabilia collection over several decades. Okay. Okay. So like how many items would one be able to actually have in an Alamo memorabilia collection. Well, there's artifacts, weapons, relics, original documents. This according to the Alamo's website. It's I I am just <laughs> This is the reason why. How do you end up and and Thank I said you. this earlier like how do you end up with a bunch of Alamo stuff? This is what I'm trying to say. It, I feel like it maybe isn't as much stuff as you seem to think it is. Well, I mean, also it's kind of like some Adobe and a couple tim- tumbleweeds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe like a piece of iron from like a wheelbarrow. Right. So that doesn't feel super hoardy to me. That just feels like, um, <laughs> you know, a niche. Yeah. Well, and apparently, according to the Alamo's website, Phil Collins was just walking around the Alamo and just picking things up and <gasps> put them in his pocket. What? Yeah. Because the Alamo website says Collins built this collection over several decades purchasing some items, and even discovering some others just steps away from the Alamo itself. I don't feel like that's legal. I don't think you can just find stuff and walk away with it if it's part of history. I feel like Phil Collins probably went to the parking lot with a metal detector. I was going to say, is he a metal detector? Okay, Phil Collins. Suddenly I have not he is, now you kind of like him, don't you, Brad? Now I kind of have something uh, for Phil Collins. I mean, his music, uh, not so much. But metal detecting? Sure, sign me up. For those of you who don't know this, Brad has a long history of wanting to purchase a metal detector and uh, become it's a true. hobby metal detector. But but ideally, see, here's, here's the thing. I think if you're going to detect metal, if you're going to be a detectorist... Is that what you call yourselves? That's what they call themselves. Yeah, I don't deign to, you know, 
apply any sort of that brilliance or excellence to my own life because I've never done it. Um, but the, the people who do it, I always think like, do you really want to do it in the United States? Like, don't you want to do it in Europe where there's like a bunch of old stuff in the ground? Right. Like we, we don't tend, the things that are old in the ground, in our ground are not metal. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. They're probably a lot of stone, stone. Mm-hmm. maybe some diamonds, you know, some other bits and pieces. But like, I feel like you really want to be. I mean, there is a whole group of people in the United Kingdom, for example, who walk up and down rivers because people have been like living on them rivers for like a long a time, lot, a lot of years. dropping metal along the banks. And so they just go beep boop, pop boop, beep boop, pop boop. And they find stuff. It's pretty cool. I feel like you could go on a whole vacation, Bradley. Like a metal detecting (laughs) vacation. How pathetically sad would that be? But I would enjoy it. (laughs) I was going to say, sounds like My partner would be on a beach chair and I'd be be bopping around. See, I wouldn't want to do it like on a tropical beach because like, what are you going to find? Like somebody's like, like pacemaker or like a... But what if you find like Nickel? a major treasure and nobody else is that's be- true. beeping around like over there? Like a pirate there? treasure, pirate's booty. Yeah, I'm sure that's the same frame of mind that Phil Collins had. Thank you. When he was going around the parking lot at the Alamo looking for artifacts that he could gift back to the state, of Texas. he that probably is so was like, weird. "Nobody else is doing this. I will just do it." And then when it becomes mine, it's like a little, it's like a nice little side hobby. That he made some money off of. Don't you kind of just want Holly to find out, like, why Phil Collins was digging up the Alamo? Like, that has to be a story, right? Yeah, well, here's what Phil Collins has to say about it. He says he fell in love with the Alamo as a five-year-old boy watching Davy Crockett, King of the Wild Frontier. That was a big show back in the 50s. Yeah. And he said when other kids were out playing cops and robbers or other childhood games, Phil Collins says... That he was reenacting the Battle of the Alamo. Oh my, Bradley! I suddenly think you and Phil Collins would have more in common than it's true. You think we could talk about some history? I think right. He just sounds like as long as it's not. I I just worry about him that he's maybe gotten a little hoardy. Yeah, but he's it's working for him, is it though? When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth <laughs> Reese is bringing us all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert on my talk one zero seven one. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is here, and she's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a Dirt Alert. Hi, Elizabeth. Well, hi, guys, and I've got baby news to start <gasps> oh. out with. Halsey revealing she is pregnant with her first child. Good for her. This Congrats is the COVID-19 baby boom. We'll see how many more babies are born in 2021, thanks right? to being locked at home with your beloved during the COVID-19 pandemic. Yes, it's so true. Just so you know. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. Dot com.
I got pregnant before the pandemic. You, you did it before it was fashionable. Yes, I did. and But it was unexpected and the best surprise of my whole life. Yes. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Um, so she shocked fans on uh, today by revealing that she's pregnant with her first child on Instagram, posting some photos of jeans that no longer button. Been there, girl. And then she's holding <laughs> Same. her oh, arms wait. over her bosoms. <laughs> holding her arms over her bosoms. Yeah, so you don't see nipple. Oh, I didn't realize she was like nudie patootie. Yeah, she's all, um, she's topless with jeans that no longer button. Oh. And then she's holding her arms. Oh, that's a cute picture. It's cute. She looks gorgeous. Yeah, she does. Oh. Um, The baby daddy is um, Olive Aiden. Who's that? Do you know who that is? Who's her Uh, boyfriend? I'm going to guess it's her boyfriend. Yeah, but I mean, what's his? (laughs) What's an Olive Aiden screenwriter? I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. So he's he's a somebody. Uh, he's just not a, a somebody we know. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, she's young. She's 26. But I don't know. That wasn't once considered young to have a baby. But I now it is. I think I had my first baby when I was 27. I think that seems so young to mm. me. But I didn't have my first baby till I was 33. It feels young to me now, too. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, once you hit 35, you're geriatric yeah. for pregnancy. So just know that. I've been called it twice and I feel okay about it. Um, Kate Moss and her daughter Lila hitting the runway together in God. Paris How Fashion old is Week. Her daughter, eighteen. Oh my! Everybody God. we've grown up with now yes, has children. I know, and she's stunning and looks fabulous on a runway. Not surprising. Mm-hmm. So uh, they are modeling Kim Jones's debut collection for Fendi, and uh, they walked down together. So there were all sorts of other top supermodels there: Naomi Campbell, Bella Hadid, Cara Delevingne. So they're all there, and um, Kate is forty-seven, and her daughter is eighteen. Can I just say, when you look at uh, side-by-side pictures of the two of them, yeah. It looks like somebody used some sort of aging software. Yes. It's very unsettling, yes. but also kind of amazing. Because if you look at the photos, so they're wearing vastly different outfits. Mm-hmm. But if you just look at their faces, they did like this part down the middle and yep. then like wet look slicked back hair with like a few strands like separated but slicked down to their head on yeah. each side. And they did it the same with both of them. And they have the same ears. Yep. And they have the same face shape. It literally is. It just is. It is. Uh, it's bizarre. What if, it's what a trip. If, I just I'm like, what if your parents were models and you were just, you know, so so just average. Like, it would feel very bad. I just feel yeah. like you'd look even worse than you actually. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like because I beauty like, is all comparison, right? You can have a whole group of people. Yeah. And you could have the hottest person in that group of people, but that hot person could go into a group of way hotter people, and then they would be considered the least hot person in yeah, that group. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That's a lot of pressure. So you have to find just, friends that aren't as very Basically, you're that my saying, parents weren't models. Pick uglier, pick uglier friends. friends. It's been my motto. Hey guys, how's it going today? So rude. Yeah, but don't. There are people who like to be the most attractive person in a relationship, and they choose their partners accordingly, and that's a real strange thing. That's awkward. And there is a theory about as women in heterosexual relationships not dating someone who's prettier than you, because what is that 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 comes with some challenges? Mm. 
I guess I just never thought about that so much. Well, that's you're a better person. A lot of people think Thanks. about that. Thanks. They yeah. think about like what, the, who they look like, and what. I mean, you know, people are shallow. Have you seen know, them out and about? Have you met people? I have, have met, met people. The world? Believe yeah. me, they're super shallow. That's why. That's why in this moment, the sort of way that we've had to like uh, rig our lives in different ways has been a blessing. To those of us who just don't want to be burdened by caring about what other people think yeah. of us as we walk through the world. Because yes. I'm like, here are my two options for clothes today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how I feel post-baby. Should I wear the black jeans that fit me or the one pair of denim jeans that fit me? Yeah. But isn't there a piece of you that sort of appreciates the fact that you get to walk through the world in like this minimalist way now? I do really yeah. like it. Well, I'm doing this challenge, you know, one thing a day. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to do it where I get rid of one thing every day. How's that oh. going? It's going really well. Yesterday, I brought Steve Patterson two cedar planks to cook salmon on and a and a veggie fish basket for his grill. I love that. So that was actually three things I got rid of in oh one God. day. So that's nice because that means you can bank them for later. And then I banked them for later. I've been inspired by a woman named Christine. She runs the Afro Minimalist Instagram page. And she is fantastic. And she launched this challenge at the beginning of the year. So I follow her and then I get inspiration for things to get rid of. I love oh, that. That's a great idea. Afro minimalist. If you want to follow Christine, right. she's awesome. She's really, really inspiring. I um, do also appreciate that you're adding to other people's <laughs> lives. <laughs> I know. I got rid of three things and gave three things to Steve. There you go. He was very excited. He also didn't realize that there was a bonus fourth because I gave him a reusable bag. I put it all in a reusable tote bag Look and you. gave it to him. I love it. Because don't you guys have bags of bags at your always. house? Oh always, always, yeah. always. Time to get rid of. Yeah. Uh, Kim Kardashian, this is the headline from Us Weekly today. I love to bring, the, bring these to you. Has an exit plan in place for her Kanye no, West she divorce. If she did, she'd be exited. It says it has a, it's a very fair deal for everyone. What a source. Chris Jenner is very busy making it look like Chris or uh, Kim Kardashian has just got this all figured out. Kim has all of her assets and financials ready for when she decides to file officially. Friends thought she was going to file in September, but she's holding out. That does not mean that everything behind the scenes is already done. Meaning, please wait until the yeah. last season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians airs. Where you can see all of this play out in real fake time. Yeah, I know, but the ratings are going to be huge. That's true. People that is are going to watch it. It's almost like it was planned. Mm, mm, interesting. interesting. Elizabeth Reese, thank you so much for all that dirt <laughs> that you unloaded onto us. Thanks, guys. You got rid of that today. I'm right. lighter already. Yay. Um, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we need somebody to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. That is the number you should be calling right now. So we don't say, why aren't you calling? To play the 30-second pop culture challenge after this on My Talk 1071. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer. Hi. And this is your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 seconds. Who's on the phone today, Holly? Holly, who's on the phone today? It's Carrie. We've got Carrie on the line, and what is Carrie playing for? Carrie is playing for one of this. A MyTalk 1071 t-shirt. Hey, Carrie, you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? I am. Oh, good. The timer will begin after I ask the first (laughs) question. Here we go. 
What entertainer had the nickname the chairman of the board? Oh, skip. What cartoon character has the catchphrase, what's up, Doc? Bugs Bunny. Which basketball player is going to star in the upcoming reboot of Space Jam? LeBron James. Judy Garland, Barbara Streisand, and Lady Gaga all starred in versions of what movie? Oh, um, skip. What entertainer had the nickname the chairman of the board, Old Blue Eyes? Oh, Frank Sinatra. And Judy Garland, Barbara Streisand. So sorry you did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge. However, you can try tomorrow because we do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. Okay. Let's go back and answer the questions that she did not get correct. Uh, Judy Garland, Barbara Streisand, and Lady Gaga all start in what versions of a movie? A store is born. Yes. And the chairman of the board. She got that. Oh, did she? Okay. All right. Well, now that we've answered all those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items, which Holly has brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Celebrity gossip mysteries. I'm really disappointed NT Lawyer hasn't published any new ones today. Rude. Wow, I hate it when he does so this. Rude. Wow. Yeah, so I have to sift through and mm. find some that are appropriate so for rough. us to solve. How do you do that? I don't know. But I do it by reading. Okay. Like this one. Apparently, the cleaning product actor is going to get a soft interview from the one name A lister. <gasps> Oprah Army? Oh. Army Oprah, rather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, what? I don't... What? Go on. Up. Well... Cannibal. <laughs> according to NC Lawyer, Army Hammer is going to get a soft interview from Oprah. Okay. This is not a good move, I don't feel like. Do you? Uh, What do you mean? Like, why so? Well, like... If, unless she's gonna, like really stick it to him what's the purpose of oprah involving herself in army hammer's cannibalistic ways oprah loves a good controversy true so is she gonna get some attention and uh army hammer needs some serious career rehabilitation because everybody thinks he's a cannibal true so to me it seems like a no-brainer that they would try to do this whether or not it's going to actually do anything i mean i don't know what i just i i have so many questions like what kind of questions do you ask right so like, are you so do you actually like to eat interested people? in eating humans <laughs> can we look at some of your practice mannequins right yeah i okay well and what's up with the spanking that lady uh, uh, in the Grand Cayman? Remember? He was spanking the lady on all fours. By the way, can I just be honest with everyone? No. I would be watching this. Thanks. That's all. Well, of course. Yeah. yeah. So you just, I mean, see? I know. Next. Another celebrity gossip mystery to solve this afternoon. After speaking highly of these two groups in the past and using them for photo ops, each of the groups sent an invitation to the illiterate one and her significant other to take part in this past weekend's day of service. Neither heard back. Ooh. Maybe the guilt caused them to pay for some food the next day. Okay, so I, the illiterate one is Meghan Markle. But the Sunday service? Is that like a Kanye thing? Day of service. A day of service. Oh. Like a national day of service. Yeah. 
Yeah. So there's two organizations. Should it be really obvious to us? I have no idea what okay. they are. Oh, okay. Oh. This is why I wasn't going to read this one to you, but NT Lawyer made me do it. Oh, I mean, that's on him. Listen, <laughs> we are all feeling the drought of celebrity uh, stories. Yeah. Right now, it is it is real. It is a real barren wasteland. It's a real problem. It really is. But let me fill in the blank. So there are a couple of organizations. I suppose that you can do the homework. There are probably some uh, community organizations in the greater Los Angeles area where Harry and Meghan have volunteered this past year because we've seen so because there are photo opportunities. Mm -hmm. So what NT Lawyer is saying that Meghan and Harry use these volunteerism opportunities as photo opportunities as well. And when those organizations reached out to Harry and Meghan to perhaps participate in a day of service with them, they declined. What was the one where they had the kids when they did the interview with the kids? Mm. Like they sat on the couch with the kids. I don't remember that. I don't either. Rude. So... (sighs) You know, maybe they were busy that day. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Holly, uh, were you able to scrape the bottom of NT Lawyer's barrel anymore to find another blind item for us? Yeah, and it involves orgies. <gasps> yeah, we're in. <laughs> Neat. All right. Uh, here's I an, want some orgies. Um, which A-plus list mogul flew on a private jet to Puerto Vallarta with several much younger men to an orgy mm. where they mixed with locals? The limo rides to and from the airport were messy and an orgy of their own. Yes. Uh, A-list mogul? A-plus list mogul. list mogul. So is this like a Ryan Murphy? Um, no, but could be. I don't know. I don't know who this is, to be honest. I was going that direction too, Bradley. Uh, the Ryan Murphy, that sounds very Ryan murphy I mean, mogul. I don't know if he's quite a mogul, but I guess he's a mogul, right? Well, I would, yeah. I mean, I think like he's you could mogul-y. loosely qualify him as a mogul. Uh-huh. Now, there's another name that's showing up the most in the comment section. This person took down their Instagram earlier this year because they were bragging about isolating themselves on their mega yacht. Oh, David Geffen? Yeah, that name shows oh, up, too. Oh, interesting. Um, huh. So it could be anybody. Tom Cruise? No, not Tom Cruise. Remember, he's busy filming Mission Impossible 7. You know, can I also just point out, like, how quickly he fell out of the conversation after his big uh, outburst? Well, that goes to prove the point of the outburst. Mm -hmm. It didn't maybe garner the attention that he wanted, and so they were able to kind of tamp it down real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perhaps the outburst of Tom Cruise at the end of last year was a little manufactured. Yeah, perhaps. Oh, you don't say. For our consumption. And mm. now that the robots are monitoring the set mm-hmm. of Mission Impossible 7, allegedly, everything, beeper, popper, beeper, popper, everything is A-OK over there. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Uh, any chance you have anything else in that uh, barrel of blind items, Holly? Um, No. Basically, Neat. somebody, <laughs> let me paraphrase the last blind item. Okay. Some Hollywood mogul flew a bunch of people to Mexico to have an orgy. And apparently the limo rides to and from the airport were also quite spicy and fun. Okay. Well, at least somebody's having fun. Was this uh, a Puerto Vallarta experience? Indeed. Okay. Yeah. So there they go. Off having fun. 
We're all in rooms alone. I'm going to go with, I'm gonna, I'm just going to uh, say that I think that that's a Ryan Murphy thing. Okay. Okay. Thanks. I just wanted to go on record with that. Wonderful. So if it shows up again, we know. <laughs> uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we like to talk about Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. Mm-hmm. Um, we like to talk about them a lot because we believe that they are in what we call a publicationship, mm-hmm. a relationship for the purposes of publicity. Well, she's got some projects uh, coming out. And so she's doing a lot of talking. And she had a conversation with Entertainment Tonight. It's a real good show. It is. Um, and I would like to engage in a Chonus bonus when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Oh, we got to talk about Priyanka Chopra and Nick mm-hmm. Jonas. Uh, they are a publicationship. Uh, what is a publicationship, Bradley? Well, it's a relationship for publicity. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Well, hello there. We call ourselves Team Cobra. Mm. We are conspiracy theorists when it comes to celebrities. Actually, I do think that uh, going forward, we need to start being a little more clear. I think we're actually just conspiracy uncoverers. Theorizing, you know, sure, but I think there's proof. Anyway, continue. Uh, I hear, I'm here for what you're saying, uh, and I'd like to dig deeper into that in a moment. Uh, but first, we need to talk about this publicationship. We call them Chonus. What is a Chonus? Priyanka Chopra, Nick Jonas. And it's time for a Chonus bonus. It's time for a Chonus bonus. Okay. So... Priyanka Chopra's doing a lot of talking lately because she's making the rounds Mm. because she's got some projects uh, Mm -hmm. that are coming out. And that's when we really see the relationship, the publicationship, I should say, um, in full display, right? Yep. So she actually did an interview with Marie Claire, but this is an article that I pulled from Entertainment Tonight. Real good show. Thank you. Um, And apparently she was asked about what happens... When all the Joe bros and their wives get together. Oh, do they just have like one big Jonas Brothers fun time? Maybe. <laughs> so here's what she had to say. And by the way, there is another reason why I wanted to talk about this. But um, I just thought it was really interesting. Like nobody probably actually cares what happens when they all get together. No. But she's going to tell us anyway. Um, she says, we never get to meet Joe and Sophie and family as often as the world thinks we do. But mm. whenever we end up together. Because the world is really thinking about that. Right? Yeah. Um, but whenever we end up together, it's a huge earth party. Mm, of course. It's all our parents, the girls, and the boys. Are we doing all that right now? No. Both of our schedules. Oh, yeah, that's weird. What? Right? Both of our schedules are so crazy individually that there was no world in which we would ever have had six months together. It only took a global pandemic for that to happen. So, apparently, according to uh, Priyanka Chopra, they're all piled up on top of each other. Okay. But I don't feel like they are. No, this is just, this is the the year that we've been living in. Celebrities lie to us anyway. Yeah. But when there's a global pandemic, I feel like the positioning, the um, framing of their lifestyles, like, because it's always, it's always a grift, right? Like, oh, I was just sitting on my patio this weekend and here are 10 things I like to do. Really? I don't, I think, no. Right. What you're pointing out is that there is a dissonance. There is a, hmm, um, there's something contradictory happening here in the messages we're being given from 
Team Chonus. Right. And, like, for a couple who like to photograph everything, yep. they have not photographed themselves together very much during mm-hmm. the pandemic. Well, and also, whenever they do photograph things, it's very curated. Yes. Right? Like, we've talked about, we've picked apart individual pictures that they've posted because it seems so obvious that it's, like, planned. It's not just, like... Oh, look, we're hanging out this weekend. And they took a picture. You know, it's not like, like, here's a relationship that's legit, also used as a publationship. Right. Gwyneth Paltrow and Brad Falchuk. Like, those two are actually living together, doing things, riding the pandemic together. Like, right. I don't know what, the, like, God only knows what they're really doing. But for the most part, it's believable to see them in photos together. Right. Whereas whenever we see Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas, we feel like it's been planned. They've come together because they've, you know, got a purpose. They've hired a photographer. uh Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So here's the part. This is the thing I really wanted to bring to your attention in this interview that she did with Marie Claire magazine that Entertainment Tonight, it's a real good show, is writing about. She was asked apparently about the rumors of her relationship. Okay. Now I'm all ears. Wait, what? Yeah. And she said that she's, quote, well aware of what's been said about them. Mm, So she listens to our show. Thank you. So I want to read you this quote. And there's so I just get ready to pick it apart. Lay it on me. I'm just like everyone else. In the morning when I'm driving to work or I'm having my coffee, I'm flipping through Twitter, Instagram, the news. And when my name pops up, I'm like, all right, what are people saying? How are we feeling? She says that she reads everything that's shared about her or her husband. I just don't react to it or let it affect my mental well-being. Okay. I have about six things I'd like to say right now. Okay, start with one. I'm just like everyone else in the morning when I'm driving to work or having my coffee. I'm flipping through Twitter, Instagram. Okay, no, you're not just like everyone else because... Okay, well, first of all, none of us have drivers. That's exactly where I was going with that. Thank you. Because I can't flip through Twitter while I'm driving my car. Yeah. Because i got to drive... Makar. Yeah. The last time I had that experience was when I was on a bus and some tells me Priyanka ain't bussing no, it to she's work. she's not taking the public transportation. Yeah. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, I'm just like everyone else. When I'm flipping through Twitter and my name pops up, question Brad. When you're flipping through Twitter, does your name pop up? Zero chance. Right? Mm-hmm. Also... Me thinks she is searching herself. Well, I was going to say the other thing is I don't think celebrities just scroll through and they're like, oh, oh, look, my name came up. That never happens. It's called you have a Google alert. you yes. fool. Thank and you. it's not even her. Let's be clear. This is her social media team that is forwarding her things like, hey, uh, there was a 35 percent increase in the number of mentions about you today. And all the majority of them were referring to this particular news item like this woman. Look. You can go after her for a number of things, and people have, but the one thing you can't go after her for is being like on it or in it to win it. She is a hustler's hustler, mm-hmm. and she is working it to get ahead in life. Kudos. What that means is she's not just casually like scrolling through Twitter ever and sees something about herself and just happening come up in upon her name. Yeah. Well, and she reveals that she reveals that in the next statement where she tells the magazine that she reads everything shared about her or her husband. 
if you're reading everything that's shared about you or your husband, it's not because it's just popping into your profile. No, it's somebody's created a binder. Exactly. Of it's like because mentions. it's being offered to you. Now, here's my favorite part. I just don't react to it or let it affect my mental well-being. Well, then why are you reading it, honey? Yeah, what's the point? What are so, you trying to get out of all this information? What she just was... Okay, so go with me on this is the gymnastics that we just did. Yeah. Okay, let me set up the... The course for you. What she's trying to do is tell us, I know what you all think, and I don't let it get to me. Okay, but if you didn't let it get to you, you wouldn't think it was important to say it in the first place. Yeah, or to know it. Right. So somewhere deep in you, it actually has gotten to you, and you're trying to tell us that you're above it. But what you actually told us is that you painstakingly search out and seek out what people actually think of you, read it, and then try to make a choice to not allow it to affect you. Yeah. Also, it's just like... Which seems like a lot of work so, on your part, honey. Like, again, I, I kudos Priyanka Chopra for, like, playing the celebrity game. But, like, I don't understand the point of playing the game. I understand the point of, like, having an acting career and, like... But it just seems like... I don't know. I completely lost my train of thought where I was going with this this um, part of the conversation. But in conclusion, mm-hmm. hitherto forward, publicationship. No, I I just it just it doesn't make sense to me. Like, why do you what? Who cares? Nobody cares. Like th- this. Oh, relatable. That yeah. was the word in okay. my head. This is not relatable mm-hmm. to. And, okay. Yeah. All right. Now I I got my thought. Trains it's not, back on the track. It's not relatable. Like so again, I'm awesome at keeping track of all this, but like sharing it, like first of all doing it seems like a kind of a waste of time. I get like wanting to know what people think about you in terms of your public image cuz it's a very important thing in celebrity. Okay. But like sharing it in this way, like I don't, this is how not relatable you are. Right. Like if you think that any of us reading this are like, oh yeah, no, like I totally, she's just, uh, it's amazing that she like gets all this feedback and she just doesn't let it get to her. Like nobody can relate to that. Right. I mean, good for you, but like. That's like stuff you want to talk about with other celebrities. Right. Not that's with not, the public. That's not what you talk to a simple folk about. Yeah. Thank you. You're sharing your sausage recipe with the world. Yeah. Ain't nobody want to know what you put in your sausage. Just put it in my mouth. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is your favorite thing about winter? 651-641-1071. What's your favorite thing about winter? Give us a call. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Everyone loves buying holiday gifts, but the credit card hangover, not so much. Well, Old Navy is outdoing even Santa with their prices this season. They have incredible prezzies for everyone on your list, like matching jingle jammies, statement-making coats, and the coziest sweaters. And Old Navy has tons of gifts for under 15 bucks. So you can buy yourself a little something too. Sorry, not sorry. So pop by a store or visit oldnavy.com. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. 
visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. 